Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast with me, Jerry D. And today is a special episode because it's not just episode 14 or 17 or whatever. It's before slash after the ring with two of my very dear friends. They recently got married, so it's quite new to them, but I can't wait to dive into it with them. It is the wonderful Nathaniel and his wonderful wife, Joanne. Guys, welcome to the Hope Sessions podcast. How are you? Thank you so much, Jerry. We are doing good. How are you, Jerry? Good. I'm good. Nathaniel, you're like, you're becoming a bit of like a pro with the, the Hope Sessions podcast. This is your second time. <laughs> so oh, you're is, like yeah. chilling. Oh, yeah, I am because I did the first one. Wait, two years ago, is it? That's crazy. Two years ago. Oh. Back when you had like the the Marge Simpson hairstyle, where your hair was just kind of going everywhere, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I donated the hair, and then it was like this long, like got this long, and then I donated the hair on the day of my wedding. My wife almost did not recognize me, nor Pastor Steve. <laughs> wow, I didn't. I, I it, didn't. <laughs> it looks yeah. so much better. Nathaniel, who are you? <laughs> standing at the altar he calls me oh is that wow wow but thank god we can recognize you now huh oh yeah yeah man yeah um what we're gonna do we're gonna jump straight into it okay and i've called this round the rapid fire round and it seems like every person i do it with it's getting less and less rapid and people are just i'm gonna call it the chill round where i'm gonna ask you both a series of questions but this episode is because is called before slash after the ring. So Nathaniel, I'm gonna ask you rapid fire questions about Joanne. Okay. Joanne, I'm gonna ask you questions about Nathaniel. Okay. Sound good? Oh yeah. I'm gonna go women first. Is that okay, Joanne? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Joanne, are you ready? Yes. What is Nathaniel's favorite food? type of food yeah (laughs) yeah and here's probably an easy one nathaniel's favorite nba team basketball team golden state get in there (laughs) Uh, who is his favorite basketball player on the golden state curry look at this wow (laughs) awesome is nathaniel a morning or a night person morning wow god bless your heart my friend wow um what is nathaniel's favorite movie series like you know like a harry potter marvel or ah transformers (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow i I thought i gave it away by saying marvel i thought it was just gonna be naturally marvel for everyone oh yeah like i mean oh yeah it's avengers as well like marvel like transformers was before avengers because i was i was quoting every dialogue from the movie the other day and i was actually watching transformers the other day like binging it has a story like it's oh yeah part of him (laughs) that's awesome wow (laughs) and what is nathaniel's favorite clothing brand Hmm. Levi's or Diesel or I don't know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong in that one? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, what about? Um... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> and the last one, I like I like this one. Um what is one of your favorite things about Nathaniel? Hmm. The he talks like there we we can talk. That's awesome. If there's no right or wrong with that, that's literally yeah. like, the tagline is like this. He's like, mm, I agree. It's like, no, it's nothing to do with you. This is Joanne's turn. Uh, because <laughs> like it's one of the things I've always wanted someone I could talk to. Yeah. Like there wouldn't because I like having conversations. I wouldn't someone that would be just like not. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So we talk. <laughs> that's awesome. Brilliant. Joanna, you have passed the rapid fire round. The pressure is off. Nine out of ten. Okay. <laughs> but now, now it's Nathaniel's turn. So you're a pro. So there's a lot more pressure on you now to execute these questions one after another. Okay. okay. Nathaniel, what is Joanna's least favorite food? Anything which is more spicy. <laughs> okay. If I slightly, there is a bar, okay? If okay. the spices go a little bit up. Okay. Um, what about then off the back of that? What's her favorite meal? Her favorite type of food to have? Ah, there are many. Like, I mean, she like, she basically likes beef and chicken. I mean, she, she prefers beef more, I think. Wow, good. What about... Oh no! Wait! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! I have the exact answer. What she likes as a meal or food? Wow. She likes like kushinia or or she likes uh, pardikejo. These are the cheese breads and chicken fillet, chicken filled Brazilian food. Okay. Yeah. Is that good, Joanna? Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Nathaniel, does Joanna have a favorite? verse in the bible or a, a favorite book in the bible that she likes to go to quite often well that's a good question um she always quotes bible like most of the time but i think <laughs> um i think i i don't know before when we were dating she mentioned ruth okay uh, i do not know but she she likes bible completely but yeah particular i don't know i don't know to be honest sure. yeah ruth is one of my favorites oh yeah then well done look at this nathaniel is smiling he's so happy he got it right well done <laughs> joanny yeah. or sorry nathaniel my apologies what is joanny's favorite clothing brand she's not into brands she likes um she likes the clothes like i mean when sure. she walks by a showroom and she likes it if it fits on it she gets it, but she's not into a particular brand or something. Cool. That's awesome. Is Joanny a morning or a night person? <laughs> Midday person. <laughs> <laughs> she works by the sun. You know, Irish sun just comes around at like 10 o'clock in the morning and then right. she goes down by 3. By the time it sets... She's off. <laughs> I love it. Wow. What an answer. <laughs> sunflower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a sunflower. Aww. Oh, look at this. What an awesome analogy. Um, it, what is Joanny's favorite type of movie? 
oh any disney princess movies <laughs> like not princess but like any animation like cartoon disney movies like um what's that finding nemo yeah or pinocchio or like these kind of like nice yeah. disney she likes anime because she's into animation yeah she likes those cartoon like well beautiful movies they have to be beautiful yeah sure beautiful. with a happy ending right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The movie it's kind of an awkward movie to watch if the movie is going really well and then it ends on a bad note and you're kind of like oh well now i need to watch another movie because i'm feeling depressed after watching the first one you know or else i'll listen to some high school musical and kind of change my <laughs> vibe you know <laughs> i'm too the... to the hope sessions now to be <laughs> look at this let's go <laughs> and nathaniel the last one i'm going to ask you my friend what is one of your favorite things about Joanne? Um, oh, there are many to be honest like. Uh-huh. Okay, let's name them all. <laughs> yeah, oh, now one thing is she's very soft spoken like she's very soft. Sure. Like that in her she speaks very softly, she nice. She has whenever you're communicating she she communicates it well like softly yeah. even if mess it up she'll be like hey don't do that please mm. i kind of like that so she's very soft softy she's very softy ah yeah. oh look at that sentimental huh <laughs> so that's the not so rapid fire round over um mm. i've actually enjoyed watching both of your responses as one person has answered the question about the other and it's mm. really cool just to see that you guys are Clearly in tune with one another. You're learning about each other. You're enjoying one another. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and we're going to move into a time now where, so this is the Hope Sessions podcast. Um, and I would like for you both to share your testimony for a couple of minutes. Um, whoever wants to go first, Joanne or Nathaniel or Nathaniel Joanne, and just share about your journey to how you came to faith in Christ for our listeners. Yeah? And go first. Oh, because she started, I'll go first. Sure. I mean, um, like, as I mentioned in my previous two-year-old podcast, yeah. uh, I, I was born a Christian. I'm born in uh, a Christian family. Like, I'm the fifth generation, if you if you count on both sides. Yeah. Uh, Christian. So, Christianity was something not, uh, not something new to me. It was like, I was born in it. Um, I was like, I mean, I... I kind of got into the culture of it and everything so but then as I grew up I got to know speak but there, there were situations I faced with my mom's health or something like that yeah. um, that Christianity is an everyday journey like it, with God because every day is is God given yeah um so yeah like if, if I look back where I'm standing now if I look back I could see the journey was so amazing written or where I was placed as a testimony that yeah. I can go on and on. Um, so like, I mean, how I came to Christ is by family. I was born into the Christian family, yeah. uh, but by choice, I chose Christ as my personal savior. So mm. as I realized that, oh, he has been taking care of each and every step of my life, be it career, be it family, be it finances. So as more I realize or pay attention to it, 
more mm. deeper I get into Christ that oh yeah I, I don't know how to put that in words but that oh yeah but like yeah um, um, <clears throat> there's no I can't pinpoint where exactly I chose yeah but Holy Spirit like I mean um, in 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 a in a miraculous way not miraculous like in a in a good way he pulled me in like I mean put me in a right direction yeah yeah that's awesome that's my shot yeah sounds good yeah Giovanni would you share your story for us yeah um, awesome I was also born in a Christian family my parents they actually met uh in in bible bible school they both went to bible school and they met wow. there that's that's a nice story yeah but yeah i was since i was born in a christian family i always considered myself a christian but there was one day i was six years old and I was in, uh, you know, when kids go to your sun, Sunday school, yeah. like during service, kids have their own service. And yeah. it was actually during a missions conference. And the teacher just said, like, at the end, oh, is there someone here want to give your heart to Jesus and all of that? And she said, just because you're a Christian, uh, just because your parents are Christians, it doesn't mean you're a Christian as well. Yeah. You have to make your own decision and give your heart to God. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it official then. Yeah. So that's how I came to Christ like, as a kid. But then, it, like Nathaniel said, it's a journey. Mm. and <clears throat> I think with God I feel like we go through seasons God, God is always teaching us something new or speaking in a particular area of our life or particular subject or dealing with something with us so it's always new yeah uh, I moved from Brazil to Ireland. It will be four years at the end of this month. Wow. And I feel like being here by myself, God used this to make me go deeper in mm -hmm. him in the sense that I, I was not so dependent on my parents, especially yeah. my dad. Uh, to go to God, it's yeah. kind of mm. I'm I I have access to God yeah. by myself and yeah. develop this relationship. Yeah, I love it. So, you know, there's there's two things that that I've I've been listening to as you both have been sharing your stories, um, and it's that you both were graced to grow up in Christian households, which is which is incredible. Um, I remember I had a conversation with someone in church probably about four or five months ago, and they were, they were feeling quite discouraged. And they said to me, I don't feel like my testimony is powerful enough. I said, what do you mean 
powerful enough. And they were explaining, oh, I heard about a drug addict's testimony. He he was on the verge of death. And I said, no, no, I said, your testimony is powerful because it's of the mercy of God, but also the keeping power of God to keep yeah. you from a lot of hardships that people who get involved in different things have to go through. You know, yeah. as you said, it's like a journey. For some people, it's a longer journey to come to faith in Christ. But for you guys, it's awesome to know that the Lord has put you both in a Christian household. Um, and I'm really encouraged by that, that the fact that the keeping power of God is currently at work in both of your lives. And Joanna, even the fact that you mentioned as well um, about how when, you know, when you left home, you became independent. So you, your your faith with God really just took off because it was no longer as you said, you had to go to your earthly father, but you learned how to go to your heavenly father. It was the same for me when I left home at 17. I was quite sheltered at home. Mammy and daddy took care of the bills, the food, my washing. I was basically just like a spoiled child at home. But when I left, you have to learn how to go pay bills. I mean, washing my clothes, cooking my own meals. What? Mom, can you can you cook my food? You know, like, but I love that because it was the same for me. You know, your, your, your faith in God becomes very personal when you leave home, because then you learn that it's the power of God at work in every aspect of your life, not just, oh, I go to Sunday school. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. But that he's actually Monday morning when you wake up because, and the Monday morning blues are there, that he's there as well, ready to speak, ready to encourage and help you along your day. So I'm so thankful that you mentioned that because I think a lot of our listeners especially will be able to relate to that about, yes, there's a point in their life where they put their faith in Christ. But then there was a there was an also another point in their life where their faith journey became their own and not someone else's experience. I suppose that's what I'm trying to say in a suppose a roundabout tangent way. Um, so I'm so encouraged by that. But I'm also encouraged by the fact that, Joanna, you came from Brazil. Nathaniel came from India like it's not a bus ride away it's probably a, a, like a hundred or two hundred bus rides away from each other and yet God brought you both together to meet in Ireland and now you're both living in Kilkenny I mean that's a testament to the keeping power of God that he kept you both for a particular period of time where you were both cross each other's paths now you're married and I want to say this as we dive into some of the questions, okay? I've been friends with Nathaniel since 2020, the lockdown. Um, and when I found out Nathaniel was a Golden State Warriors fan, we became brothers for life instantly. And that's not going <laughs> to change. I love it. Me too. Right? And so I'd be hanging out with Nathaniel. We'd go for coffee. We'd go to KFC. We'd be walking around Douglas. And remember those days sitting on the wall outside Douglas Shopping Center? And, oh, yeah. and then I noticed then, like, he began to talk about this girl and I was I was kind of like oh I'm really I'm delighted that he's talking to someone but it wasn't just that he was talking about this girl but when he would talk about this girl his his demeanor his attitude would change he would talk about this girl called Joanne with such love such affection such genuine respect and I was kind of going wow like you kept that on the low and then lo and behold, um, you were both on the same Zoom call for our young adults small groups. And Joanne. I really want, I want to say this, Joanne, because I've never, in all my lad friends that I have, I've never known someone to speak about their significant other the way he has honored you before you were even married. Like, really, I mean, he really would. He, he would actually, there were certain points where we would talk where he would get so overcome with emotion where he would stop and he'd just 
be just like, whoa, thank you, Jesus. Le legit. And that's just a testament to the sort of man that Nathaniel is. I feel it's important for me to say that because I was encouraged to know that it wasn't just, oh, I met this girl, Joanna. Yeah, she's nice. You know, it wasn't like that. He's he's a very heartfelt guy. But um, I want to dive into some questions because... Uh Thank you for telling that. I didn't know that. <laughs> there you go. No, Nathaniel. I've got you, bro. <laughs> you know, um, and I think anyone listening to this podcast episode in particular, because of the topic in it, um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I love seeing people in love. Yes, I'm a weirdo. Yes, I love romantic movies i love high school musical i love the greatest showman i know all the songs off by heart but i'm so thankful to know that god is not only is he working in people's lives but he's also in the business of bringing people together in the context of relationship which would then come into a marriage and i want to ask so i'm going to throw out a series of questions and we're going to just get into what your your journey was like from dating to marriage um, and i suppose the obvious question is um how did you both start dating what did that journey look like um if you both want to share that's totally fine up to yourselves oh yeah like do you want to go yeah like you you mentioned we met on a zoom call <laughs> during lockdown uh because <clears throat> like the reason i live in kilkenny Mm. But I went on the Zoom call of Cork Church. Yeah. Because in 2019, I went to the summer fire camp. Yeah. And somehow they put me in the same bedroom as Janaina. So oh, yeah. I met her in summer fire and we became really close friends. Wow. We kept in touch. So when lockdown happened and all the small groups moved online, hmm. uh, she invited me. So I joined, uh, I started going to, to the small groups yeah. uh, from Cork, uh, how do you call it? The young adults group yeah. uh, in 2020. But then there was the, the break for Christmas, New Year, and then in January 21, mm. the groups resumed. Yeah. But then they shuffled the groups. It was not the, sa the exact same group as before. So that's how exactly. we both ended up in the same group. <laughs> awesome. God shuffled the group purposely. <laughs> not young adults, not the young adult leaders. <laughs> God himself said, right, this is the time where I'm going to cross their paths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like, I mean, oh, go on. Let finish this. Finish the Zoom call thing. Yeah, like, you you were going to, to Cork Church already. Yeah, That's I was part of Cork Church by then, yeah. You were there. And then, yeah, go Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the... Like just just before that, I actually went through a phase that I was really discouraged in mm. that area of relationships. Yeah. 
I honestly, I got to the point that I thought, maybe this is not for me. Mm. Maybe this is not God God's will for me to get married. And I I was really, really, really discouraged. And I I asked like God, if this is not for me, just just take it out of my heart. Like yeah. Because if it's not happening and if it's not meant to be, I don't want to suffer. And like I just want to be be happy and satisfied. Yeah. But and then I shared that with my dad and my dad was like, please don't don't pray like that. Don't don't do that. Like mm. go, you you're gonna find someone. <laughs> don't don't worry. And and I heard a preaching about faith and in that preaching, the preacher said that when you stop praying about something, it means you're lacking faith mm. in that area. And that was a truth for me. I was kind of, it was embarrassing for me to pray, uh, to find someone or to even say in public that, oh, I would like to get married. Yeah. And even I remember once in, in my church, we were in a discussion group and a girl said, oh, I, I, I really want to have children and be a mommy and prepare their meals, get them ready for school. And another girl was saying, oh, I, I really want to get married. And I was like, oh my gosh, how can they say that in yeah. public? I would be so embarrassed. I was embarrassed. I would never say that. Like, even though deep in my heart, that's what I wanted. Yeah. But for some reason, I was ashamed of having that dream. Yeah. And God spoke with me that I shouldn't be ashamed. I could, I should pray about it and be specific in my prayers. Yeah. So I went through a phase of like really meditating on it and God dealing with it. And I remember specifically in January uh, 2021. And then I was kind of, okay, I'm cool now. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't know, a week later with February yeah, uh, small but... groups, it's when we met. Wow. So I feel like God was preparing me. That's right. For that day, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. From up until that small groups, the video chat, even I was going through a phase. As in, I was working on myself, like yeah. how to be how to settle my mind, how to straighten my mindset, how to, um, um, apparently I was watching Jordan Peterson videos. Like if you know, if you don't know, yeah. he talks about, so I was watching few snippets of his videos, yeah. trying to put them in practice and then trying to be independent and uh, trying to do the right thing. How do I, what if this, how do I deal with this? So I'm kind of putting myself in a position where I can deal with myself 
and also if I if I have a partner, I can also help. So I was kind of in that working zone. Yeah. Um, that's when I I saw her, and then I think we were talking about Ephesians on the on the in the small groups, and then yes, she you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she started talking about family, and then few other points, and then that's that's when it hit me. Oh yeah, this is what I actually want. Yeah. So it's the starting point, like, and then we met. And then we we started talking and then I'm like, I asked Janaina just one question. Hey, he, is she single? Because I made sure that she's single before I messaged her. So immediately, I don't know how I got the confidence. I messaged her on, on Instagram and then we just started talking and then talking. And then we uh, we started talking a lot of things like from Marvel to Jordan Peterson to psychology, every topic. so um after a month of talking um and then i realized that oh wait our conversations are never bored like boring like we always talk something or the other so i i somehow i said hey it's it's middle of the pandemic you know pandemic five kilometer (laughs) radius and you're not allowed to go out of that oh my goodness if you guys are listening this video like 10 years down the line <laughs> just think that we lived in those moments yeah okay? oh yeah man remember them so uh like i said you know what whenever you are coming to cork from kilkenny to meet janana her friend we should go for a lunch mm. and then she was like uh no no, she was like, not no, no. She was like, you know what? Why don't you come to Kilkenny and I would go on a date with you? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Now, now, this is the tricky part. Now, we are in pandemic. We are in five kilometer radius. You are not allowed to go out, not even to church. Like for, you remember, like to, to go to church, we need to have that letter signed. Yes. Yeah. From the church so that we can show it to Garda that we are essential workers going yeah. to church. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not have any of that. One day I booked a bus to Kilkenny. I saw what, which bus where to take it. I got into the bus. It was such a bad weather on March 27th, 2021. Wow. Oh goodness. It was so bad. Um <laughs> I took the bus and I went down and I, I met her. And we started talking again, and then I could see. I could see that it's not only verbal or text. It's not only texting or phone calls. We actually started talking in person as well. Mm. That's when it, uh, th- then after that, we had an eight hour call. We spoke so many things. I can't go through that eight hour call session. Uh, and then I was like, hey, you know what? I made my intentions right. Like, I want to date you. Like, let's take it forward. Mm. Yeah. That's how we started dating. The the reason I said is like, if you ever come to Kilkenny, I will go on, on a date with you. Is because like I I follow a few people that talk about how you can be more feminine and how and 
in the topics eventually they also talk about dating and peeps and things like that and one thing that they all say is a woman should never travel to meet a man like at least the first time yeah for the first date it's very important that the man shows like makes more effort that's right to come to you yeah because i think as women we kind of i think we can get interested in the person kind of more quickly okay and uh, sometimes the guy can, can uh, he's into you but not enough to commit mm. so we as women we need to allow some space to see if he's really committed yeah you know it would be too easy if I'd go to Cork and then, oh yeah, she's here. Why not go on a date with her? Yeah, it's different. If if he's really really wants, then he will come to me. That's right. You know, so that was <laughs> the thought process. I love that. And he, it was really sweet. He yeah. got flowers. Oh yeah, I did. But. He can he he the flowers in his bag. <laughs> it was so funny because like we met. He was wearing his backpack and the the hat. Proper nerd. Yeah, <laughs> like that. <laughs> and we sat down on, of course, public open space yeah. because it was COVID. And he opens his backpack and full of the flowers. It was funny. <laughs> it was so sweet. Yeah. And yeah, it was. We talked about everything yeah. on that first yeah. date. Well, I want to tell viewers this. Please don't break rules and get inspiration from me. You might, you know, God's might. <laughs> Disclaimer. Because, because one of the trips she was coming down, guards actually stopped her in the bus. So um, uh, don't break the rule, guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I did it out of desperation. <laughs> I fulfilled the desperation. I married her. But Absolutely. Be careful, please. Yeah. What Nathaniel is trying to say, listeners, is that God is writing your love story his way for his glory. And that oftentimes that comes in with abiding by guidelines, whether you agree with the guidelines or not. Yeah, that's another story for another day. Um, and Joanne, I love what you said there. Um, I really do. In fact, it's it's actually it's quite struck me. It's nice to actually hear a woman saying that about how you wanted to see the commitment from Nathaniel rather than just yeah, I'll go to Cork, no problem, because the Bible talks an awful lot about men being leaders of the home. But I actually believe that men are to lead in a lot of ways, in your communication, in your intentionality, be very intentional with the person you're talking to, how you treat them. So it's more than just, oh, you come meet me. Or, you know, so it's, I thank God that he has put something in you to, I suppose, be very upfront with Nathaniel. And, and even the fact that you touched on discouragement, 
um, because a lot of people don't talk about discouragement, you know, especially in the whole single process and things like that. You know, it's so easy to get discouraged when you look around and see people married, have kids. Like 95% of my friends groups are married and I thank God for it with all my heart. Because I like going over to the house and seeing how they are as a married couple, how Danny and Aoife are with little Joshua when he is demanding their time, their energy and everything else. But it's it's oftentimes discouragement can creep in for me and anyone else. It's it's natural because it's it's a God-given desire for us. And because it's a desire, we want it now. But Ecclesiastes 3 talks about a time for everything. And then not only did you talk about discouragement, but I'm getting encouraged because you were talking about in your discouragement, God was preparing, but he was also doing a shuffling of the group, the young adults group to bring you both together. Like, so I just, I, I see God, God's hampering all over your, your relationship, guys. I really do. I'm, I'm sitting here a single Pringle ready to mingle. And I'm encouraged by just the fact that even in your discouragement, God was working, preparing and to a point where you both will cross paths. You know, and then how long was um your dating before you guys actually got engaged? Was it one year? Nine months, kind of. Yeah, because we met in February. Yeah, we had the first date in March. We started dating like officially in April. Yeah, and then in November twenty sixth. Yeah, in November. Okay. Was it November or something? November. November, November. Yeah, November he proposed. So you do the maths. You Eight the months. Eight-ish months. Yeah. Yeah, um, but... And I want to ask this, um, because me and Nathaniel would have a lot of conversations, you know, and obviously he was mentioning to me that he was getting ready to propose to you. And, you know, on Instagram, you see those videos of how people proposed and, you know, the wedding videos where it's the first look. Joanne, did you know that Nathaniel was going to propose? What was that day like? Legit, give us some behind the scenes of, of what went into it. Were you ready? Were you not? Do you know, because I want to hear it myself. I picked the wrong day. Anyway, go on. <laughs> we we had like big argument just the evening before he proposed. I don't even remember what it was about. Sure. I don't remember either. But I have I... no idea. It was not important. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I don't remember honestly, but the fact that he proposed anyway just shows that yeah he really was. But we, I think from the beginning, we were serious about each other, and yeah. then we eventually started talking about it, like getting married. And uh, I wanted him to propose <laughs> because uh, long distance relationship takes so much logistics. Yeah. <laughs> when like almost three hours uh, on the bus uh, apart. 
we were seeing each other every two weeks kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And talking on the phone every day. So it was kind of hard. So I just wanted like to get engaged so we can start preparing the wedding and get married and the distance won't be long anymore you know yeah but yeah we had conversations about getting married so i knew it would happen eventually one day but then he I don't know what was it, if he said something about a surprise or what. No, we went for a cycle trip. Yeah. I planned the cycle trip for a wrong day, like November 26th, like in the Yeah, middle. because we Winter. had a bank holiday and I had, a, I had a day off to take yeah. before the end of the year, something like that. So we said, ah, let's go cycle in, in Dungarvan. And I want to take pictures. I got my my friend's camera, something like that. In the middle of winter, Nathaniel, a cycle as a start of of winter. winter. Yeah, as the start of the winter, we wanted to go. I wanted to take her to a beach. Okay, in Ireland. Yeah. Um. Uh. In Clonay, Dungarvan. Oh my God! And we wanted to do cycling. Yeah. But Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was like. You know, it could happen. It could not. I won't expect too much, but I'll get my nails done <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it will look pretty when I take a picture of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> hey, women are smart, man. Yeah, Amanda, she's two steps ahead of the game. <laughs> Like he called me on on Thursday, and he was like, "Where where are you or something?" Or I I didn't pick up the phone, and then I said, "Oh yeah, I was getting my nails done." Uh, and I never get my nails done. Like okay. I do it myself. Yeah, she does. She does. She doesn't actually. <laughs> so he was like, "Okay, why?" <laughs> it was so weird, like when she said that. But and I was like. Did I reveal it somehow? I have no idea because one week before I spoke to her father, I was like, did he tell, did he drop the nuggets? I don't know. Now I'm too scared to call her father or mom or brothers asking, did you mention it? And I'm kind of in my head. I was like, anyway, if she knows if she, she she's going to know anyway. So let's, yeah. let's go and do it. Exactly. I didn't know, but yeah. I was like, well, could be <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah so we 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 took the cycles we um the engagement process long story short that was a bad weather day mm. we cycled to the beach the beach was fine like yeah. Yeah. it was fine as soon as i proposed her there's a hill storm like we had to cycle back to dungarvan and the, the it was a hail storm coming approaching us bitter cold like like literally i thought my my fingers would pop out with the cold wow. i had no gloves anything and um and then i proposed we took michael took pictures he was a surprise as well yeah. and 
he drove we had to cycle back um, and yeah in that journey right i realized something that it's like life itself is not easy mm. but when you have the right partner with you next to you because she was cycling ahead and i was behind her um we both were struggling to go in that bitter cold we were cycling towards the garden it was windy it was yeah. cold it was dirty it was wet it was bad but then somewhere down the line it was like an encouragement that i have a partner we are i'm not in this alone we are yeah. in this together in this storm hmm. i think that's when my my desire for her got stronger yeah because that yeah. day was very symbolic yeah <laughs> because uh it was kind of raining you know when the rain is like on and off yeah irish weather so, yeah <laughs> when he actually proposed the sun came out the the the, the clouds uh gave us a break so it was nice the the pictures are so beautiful yeah thank you michael <laughs> and just after it it started raining again mm. and then a big rainbow on the sky yeah like the sign of covenant covenant yeah it was so beautiful it was the complete rainbow complete arc wow yeah so was, beautiful so good so beautiful so beautiful and yeah. and then it started raining so we had to cycle back yeah like he said it was really hard and at some point it was so hard that we had to stop we stopped and we then stopped. he hugged me and like <laughs> just to we could warm yeah. each other up yeah. so bad and then yeah we we continued later and got safe bought gloves yeah. <laughs> had lunch and then it was fine but it was a symbol of okay if we can face that storm together yeah. we can face life together that's right that's awesome and i wanted to ask you a question Nathaniel right um because I remember when my brother Danny proposed to Aoife. I remember the day very well because he told me he was going to propose and he was so nervous telling me. And there was a million things going through his mind because he was going to talk to Aoife's dad, you know, to get her his permission and his blessing. What was it like for you to ask Joanne's parents for their blessing in your marriage to their daughter? Ah, I prayed. Well, <laughs> it was... <laughs> it was hard because okay. i had to ask them in portuguese because portuguese is not my language yeah brazilian portuguese is not my language so shout out to uh, abraham and van yeah thank you so much uh because they helped me to correct my grammar so i put my phone beside whatever i said in english it yeah. translated me to portuguese i wrote it down i practiced the pronunciation yeah i took it to them they helped me to correct the grammar i practiced practiced and practiced yeah 
So meanwhile, I was having conversation with Joanne's brother because he knows English. So I'm yeah. trying to set up a call between me and their parents. So uh, it was nerve-wracking, like I mean, this. Although their parents are sweet, they can give you diabetes. It's that sweet they are. Oh wow! So, <laughs> so um, I spoke to them. I spoke to Van and Abraham. I I got the grammatical. Everything right, written down, pronunciation, everything is done. Yeah, and I don't know what I'm, <laughs> what whatever I'm saying. Uh, but in English, I was making my sentence up in my head. So I called them. I spoke to them. I read out everything which I in this was happening in Van and Abraham's house though. Yeah, I read out everything. I was nervous. My feet. The weather was cold. My feet were hot, like sweating. <laughs> spoke to them and then the sign I got, the relief I got that their parents got emotional that someone as a respect he asked me first yeah, and then they prayed over it and um, <laughs> her dad her dad was impressed with my Portuguese and Van was like wait is it a yes or a no? You did not <laughs> Is it a yes? Like, are you giving your dog? And then, oh yeah, 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 it's a yes. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, yeah, man. like I mean, it went. It it looked smooth, but I had my own nerves kicking in because I had to ask them in their own language so that it puts them in comfort. Because I was thinking, oh, they won't. They don't speak English, so it's better for me to take some help and then ask them in their own comfort because I want to honor them yeah. in, in, in there. So yeah, it was a good process. So when, so that's the, that's the peak of the test I passed mm. and then um, proposing her was easy. Yeah. Um, I took her, I had my plans in my head, but the weather was not <laughs> helping, yeah. but I was there. We went, I proposed her in the beach because I know she likes like beach and ocean a lot. Like yeah. she, she prefers beach. Uh, so we went there. Uh, we we took a walk. We even spoke there as well. Like I was asking few marriage related questions. Hmm. Um, and then yeah. I proposed to her. So then I started to get nervous because I was like, oh yeah, maybe he could propose. But when you started talking those things and ask like serious questions, I was like, oh my gosh. I think he he's gonna actually do it. It's for real. Wow! I was like, is he going? Is he not? Like that tension. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I put her in the tippy toes because I delayed it a lot. Yeah. Wow. Like I delay, I dragged the day. Like I literally dragged the day till the end. Wow! And then I proposed her. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. And one one thing that was nice that we talked with my parents uh, when we started dating as well. Yeah. yeah. Like when we decided, yeah, this is serious. Like my parents knew about him yeah. beforehand, but like we had a call together to kind of make it official that yeah. we boyfriend and girlfriend like with their blessings as well yeah. 
from the beginning you know i think it's important to to have your family's blessing that's right yeah so we've talked about you guys meeting each other beginning your dating now you're engaged now we're we're moving forward to the wedding um i wanted to ask you guys the wedding day um were you really able to enjoy every aspect of it or did you just focus on one particular you know because sometimes there's so much stuff happening at a wedding between photos vows food trying to thank everyone they came it's such a busy day as well there's so much in the day but it goes by so fast it does. What was the wedding yeah. day like? Obviously, I presume you enjoyed it because you're married now. So, <laughs> I'll go first. Can I? Um, I I mean, I did enjoy my wedding. I'm not gonna lie about it. So yeah, it, it was good. It was a, like it is the best day of my life. Yes. Um. Um. Kudos to you. Like I mean, thank you, thank you, Michael, and thank you, Saman. Mm. you guys made it easier like i can't all caps easier for me to to take care of things sure be it bj or any other stuff but that day the wedding day it was so peaceful and calm yeah um i'm i enjoyed it every moment of it like seeing the people i love there the vows the the food the photo session and then after that, meeting everyone, not everyone, I missed few. I'm sorry about that. Um, um, yeah. And the after party, we danced. <laughs> Desi girl, Desi girl. <laughs> I think you know it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was good. Like, I mean, I really enjoyed it though. If I yeah. see it in a bird's eye view, it's a complete picture. Yeah. I was there in that day. Mm. I was prior to the wedding with all the preparations I was really stressed out yeah don't recommend <laughs> <laughs> if you're engaged and you're planning your wedding try and relax ask for help yeah yeah <laughs> don't don't be so stressed about it mm. people said this to me but it's Sorry. easier said than done. Yeah, of course. But my bridesmaids, they booked a massage for me mm. on the day before the wedding. Yeah. And thank God they did because I needed it. Like I I came out of that completely like yeah. I'm relaxed now. So I leave because of that and of course like God's help yeah. I was able to enjoy really enjoy my wedding day and yeah. to see like all the little details that we thought about that were there and it all came together yeah see, like the result of the work and the result of all the stress like it was all worth it mm. So it was it was really nice, really yeah. nice to see everyone. And I think one of my favorite moments was during the ceremony when we were singing How Great Thou Art. Yeah. 
there is that I think the last um, verses that say that God shall come with glory. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Sun, and then suddenly sun comes out. Sun just shines on yeah. us. Yeah. It was like so beautiful, so powerful. Yeah. And I I could see like during the engage the engagement that the rainbow was there. Mm. I could see that God's presence was mm. there and yeah. all that. And my second favorite thing was the car going yeah. around. <laughs> you uh, oh, yeah. car it was so much fun. <laughs> what even you Felt like celebrities that day. It was so much fun. <laughs> really cool. And then we realized that uh, there were like what four more weddings happened that day. Oh yeah, I another bride like waving to me. Yeah. yeah. What? Other, Photographers taking pictures. <laughs> oh, that was the day. Yeah. It was it was really nice, really yeah, fun. It was fun. Yeah. Have our families there. Yeah. Thank God it was. Oh yeah, absolutely. I loved it. I really did, and I'm I'm actually quite still very privileged, and I I will thank God for the honor it was to be a part of your wedding day for the rest of my life. In fact, um just to see people coming and celebrating you both. But there was one thing, right, that um, I suppose I was surprised by. So I know Indians can cook really good food, but I didn't know they could dance so good either. <laughs> like Sandeep, my goodness, he's so quiet. But as soon as Desi Girl came on, or what's the other popular song? Um, Kalakashma. <laughs> he was on the floor, the tie was around the head. It was like... <laughs> incredible man it really was i thank god for how how smooth the day went even yeah. if the preparations up to it may have been bumpy but you you worked through it and god's favor shone upon it and you showed up got married god got honored and now you both are married i thank god for it you know yes, yes. yeah and and now so I, i've took you guys on a journey on the podcast today about from dating to engagement to marriage. Um, but for the single people, and I say single because I'm in that bracket as well, in case people think I'm trying to put pressure on people, I'm not. I want to I wanna date right and get married to a wonderful girl one day. And I want to ask you both the same question, but I want you both to answer Nathaniel for the men, Joanne for the women. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be very honest because I have an album called Honest Moments, so I think I can have an honest moment here. Men are terrible at dating. We overthink. We we deal with pressure for putting ourselves out there because we're afraid of, if I go up to a girl and I'm like, hey, really talking to her, then I ask her for a date and she says no. The amount of discouragement the amount of the feeling of failure that can rest upon men is very real so that's why a lot of men as Nathaniel said sometimes it's easier just to send a woman a text and build it up from text because we're in a social media age now which in a way it's a blessing to be able to some people can't go up to a woman face to face and talk I totally get that you have to build up confidence but Nathaniel I want to ask you man as someone who has gone through that season of dating and all that and what encouragement would you give 
the single men who are in the church who are, you know, there's someone they see and they want to maybe approach him to talk to him or they're showing interest in him, but they're not sure how to ask him on a date. Is date too much of a strong word too early? Or I don't know. If, am I making sense? Yeah, you do. But it's a tough question. Yeah. Because, there is no, because there is no single definite answer or you do this. You do uh, A and B will follow or yeah. C can happen. No, make it personal. I mean, it's just um, your own advice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what I did was before prior to asking her out, because I, when I was having my moments with God, yeah. like when I was looking at my, the mirror, like facing myself, I started working on me. Yes. First. Like I was making sure that my feet are planted on the ground. Mm where I can bear the weight. Yeah. So I was like, Lord, help me to work on myself first. Yeah. So when you start working on yourself and then when, when, I, when I started working on myself and I could bear my own weight and then I could, then I could reflect it in my life where am I able to, am I able to, what's my time schedule? Practically speaking, what are my time schedule? So I work this job. So I have this much time. So how is my work? Is it stressful? So I'm if, if it's stressful, what can I do? So I was kind of working on small pockets where, oh yeah, if this happens, if if I'm if I'm dating, how can I manage my time? I was I I I tunneled after settling my it's never gonna settle, but you have to make sure that your feet are grounded. Yeah. Um as a man, because Bible says as a man we have to provide. That's right. We have to lead, but the leading comes from you have to lead yourself first, mm. and then let Lord lead you. Like first, yeah. Lord lead you, then you have to lead yourself in the right direction. That's right. Clear your thoughts, make your thoughts straight, your intentions right. Then I got to a point where that if I'm approaching a person or, or a, a woman, yeah, I'm going to make my intentions right because I don't want to waste either of our times. Yes. Yeah. Because if I lead her on and then after going forward, I'm like, oh, you know what? I realized something that this is not I actually want. Yeah. Let's end this. That's what most of the stories I've heard. And then I realized that, you know what? First, I need to figure out what I want first. Because what, what, then I, I went to a journey where, okay, I've, while I'm talking to her, I'm like trying to fill the pockets of what I actually want. Conversation, communication. I need, when I need direction, I need one. I need an external voice. So these are the pockets where I was trying to implement. So she started to fill my needs rather than my wants. Yeah. I suck at finances. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I suck. I'm very bad at finances. She's very good at finances. She started teaching me. Mm. So there comes my learning curve, like learning pocket where how can I learn from her? Mm. So that's how we I built it up, and then then I reached to a point where that okay, I want to approach someone, not to waste their time because I want to make my intentions right. That's so right. I started talking to her, conversations, and everything. So then we started intentional dating. So as a man, you need to have your intentions right because you are going to lead the house because yeah. our minds are not. Are at situation. Our mindset is not. First of all, planted in God. Yeah. 
led by God, mm. it's going to be a tough for me. This is my personal point. It is going to be a hard, bumpy road. That's right. Not that now it's a smooth like a glide. It is a bumpy, but you have the favor of God and grace of God on you. Mm. But you need to access it. Yes. You know where to look at. So as a single man, um, as a single man, this is one of the one of if if you are making a note, this is one of the one of the points, few points. See God, work on His word, work on yourself. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you have even enough money to gift something to your girl. Yeah. Um. Uh, make sure if you are doing long distance, you have money to travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because um and then you have to be emo- as you have to be stabilized as emotional and practical you have to balance it yeah it is not an easy task i don't i can't balance it i'm just telling you it as a as a buffer point that balance is also important mm. and make your intentions right like what what yeah. you really want from that girl yeah that woman especially when you are above 25 yeah <laughs> yeah the transition from being girls to women right yeah more, if you're about respectable term yeah uh, about what you were just saying i have a verse that i read this week yeah and it's kind of about it it's proverbs 24 verse 27 it says prepare your work outside get everything ready for yourself in the field and after that build your house mm I didn't know that actually. <laughs> uh, it's just like the importance of building yourself, yeah. your own life, being whole and complete as a person before you go in a relationship with someone else. Because yeah. if the idea is to become one. It's like one and one. Yeah. Become one. You need to be one complete person before yeah. you know. Because of course we all have issues and things we're dealing with. Yeah. But you need uh like a minimum of I'd say even confidence mm. in who you are and as well practical things in life like for us for example we were all already working and living like not with our parents anymore yeah. in another country hmm. but like you don't need like to leave your country to start dating that's not what i'm saying but sure. like the reason why we could move forward kind of quickly yeah we we got engaged in a f- nine months and then another year we we got married yeah it's because we had some independence already we yeah. were both working mm-hmm. we were like we had the conditions like practical conditions to do it but yeah know what you want work on yourself like know what you like and this kind of thing and yeah 
when you meeting someone don't just try to impress the person be genuinely interested in the person hear what they have to say yeah but your question to Nathaniel that was like how do you go I'd say if you like someone and you're the guy yeah. just go because so many times the girl is there just waiting she kind of says hi how are you we're kind of trying to be sweet and up slowly approach but we won't we won't a girl won't ask the guy out at least yeah like in general it's mm. not the, this will be the exception so sometimes the girl is just waiting for you to have the attitude and just go you know i love it and if she says no at least you know and you won't waste your time <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah i mean everyone has a baggage everyone yeah. on the planet are 8 billion people will have at least half of them will have a baggage yeah it's not that everyone is perfect but but there is a but um if you have god in your life like i mean if you're working on yourself it is easier because yeah. i've seen so many relationships or someone like i mean you take your baggage and you dump it on someone else and then now they have to deal with their own baggage be it be it either side it goes both ways yeah a girl can dump it on a man a man can dump it on a woman <clears throat> that's going to be a, like i mean in my experience in my personal experience of whatever i've seen in others life yeah that's going to create a friction mm. because mar always remember this line marriage exposes you you are completely yeah. exposed to your partner when you get married mm. all you are dating like, like i mean if you are dating for 6 months you can pretend for 6 months oh yeah i'm perfect but after 6 months or 7 months the reality comes out yeah so yeah. you have to work yourself on that first before you actually approach someone in, into someone's life hmm yeah. i think i think that was that was my take things on. get amplified after you remember so little yeah. if you see something that bothers you a little when you're dating that will bother you a lot like <laughs> just become yeah. so like he said that he he struggles with finances and i help him with that like my sure. thing is i really struggle with time hmm. and time management and in general and he is very good in that so yeah. he's helping out hmm. with that Yeah. but like one thing is oh i was a little bit late for our date or oh. i missed the bus <laughs> it actually happened but then when you're leaving like now he sees my struggle every day yeah every time <clears throat> so yeah it, you get completely exposed yeah what's your goal in date then what would you advise girls i took his question <laughs> yeah no it's okay yeah so like I, i love i love what you're both saying um and and i think it's so it's so practical but so applicable to everyone that's listening i'm sitting here and, and i'm loving the honesty that you're both sharing do you know and joanna i suppose i want to ask you um for the women listening um there's a guy in the church and he's showing her interest 
how how does she show him she's interested without being too invested? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I think I see it as like playing a game, playing chess. It's okay. like <laughs> you move your piece. And then you wait for the person to move their piece. You can't move two pieces at once. Yeah. So being practical, if you text him and he doesn't reply, don't text him again. And then mm. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Or if you do something or you, you say hi or you do something and then you're dying inside to just keep going but like wait yeah see if he's going to correspond to that and yeah. show some kind of interest mm. i heard a psychiatrist talk about the 80 20 rule okay. <laughs> he says that Men should make 80% of the effort and women 20% of the effort. Yeah. So as a girl, you can even start the thing, but with just 20%, don't go like yeah. all in. Or or if the guy comes and like starts testing you or comes talk with you you kind of go and reply to him and just corresponding to what he is doing and yeah if you ever decide like no i'm going to take this step take a small step yeah, <laughs> yeah. and wait to see if he's going to move so like two of you are kind of moving and then you meet yeah but if the guy's here, the girl's here, and the girl just goes <laughs> like you. You, you're not playing by the rules, kind yeah, of thing. I don't yeah. know. It just doesn't work. Yeah, I, lo I I agree with what you're saying. I do. Um, there's two things that are quite clear from from the last question I've asked you both. Nathaniel, you talk a lot about intentionality. And I think it is so key, man. Like, don't treat that woman that you like as an option. They're not options. They're, they're real people with real emotions, real life situations. So if you take her along and it's like you're trying to, like, rope her in when it suits you, then when it's not, you're like, oh, I'll leave her go because I've always got her at the end of my rope. Nah, you're not being a man. At that point, you're being a child. She is a woman who needs to be respected and honored with dignity. Don't take her on this emotional roller coaster where you're you like her this week, but next week you're not in the mood, so you're gonna keep her at bay, but just enough where you can be intentional, be upfront and honest. And I can say this as a single man. I've I've been on several dates this year. I was on one six weeks ago where I sat down and we had food and I was very honest with the person. And it became very clear that we were just not gonna be a match. And that happens. So you you honor the person. You say, thank you so much for your time. I hope that we can remain friends. But just in terms of it going beyond friends, it's not going to happen. And I walked away because I honored that woman and she res responded the same to me. We're still friends. That's right. Friends after a date. Crazy. I know. Right. 
And then I love that Joanne said, go for it. That's yeah. like, that's, that's, it sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. Most of it, we spend more time up here than anywhere else. Like we have Netflix movies and seasons and series that's going on in our head. Instead of just, okay, I'm going to take a shot to use an analogy. Okay. I'm a massive NBA fan. My boy Nathaniel supports Golden State, so we have to talk about the Splash Brothers, which is Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. Steph Curry will shoot in a game 30 to 45 times a game. He won't score every shot, but he will continue to shoot because he has, as Nathaniel said, he has worked on himself many years the whole way through his life, perfecting his shot, his craftsmanship, um, but he also shoots with confidence. And I suppose to put a Christian twist on it, God is working in your life right now, listener. He is continually bringing you from image to image and glory to glory. But he, when you approach dating from the confidence of knowing who you are in Jesus, the dating process gets much easier. That's true. You can shoot your shot, and if it doesn't, nothing comes of it, totally fine. But you have to put yourself out there. Like It's not like this thing of swipe left, swipe right. No, no. Go up and say, hey, how's life? How are you? Is this your first time in church? And I'm saying it like I'm a relationship expert. I'm not, but I've just, this is what I do. I, yeah. I don't, I want to avoid sliding into your DMs if I can, but if it doesn't work for some people, send a text, shoot your shot, but also trust God. If it does work, give him glory. If it doesn't, give him glory anyway, that you had enough confidence to put yourself out there. Yeah. That's, that's, this. it's a step of faith every time when it comes to the relationship one. But I, I do want to take a moment to say thank you to Joanne and Nathaniel. And it sounds predictable that I have to. I don't have to. I want to. These people have given up of their time to talk to me, to, to share very openly and honest with us um, about their journey to faith, about their journey to marriage. And, I, and I, one thing that I've been struck by Joanne and Nathaniel is your honesty. Um, I, I'm at this, I'm 25, sorry, I'm not, no, I'm, I don't even know my age. I'm about to be 27, 27 Christmas Eve, right? And the older I get, the more I enjoy honest conversations. The less yeah. I'm like, you know, the, the short conversations are kind of boring. Yeah. So the fact that you both came on and just shared your heart with us, you talked about your love for Jesus, your love for one another, you gave us practical advice of how to approach dating and how to date well. Yes, I know there's millions of different ways, but whatever way works for our listeners will work for them. But I really want to say that. Thank you so much, guys, for giving up of your time to come on and just share with me and ultimately anyone else that listens to the podcast. Thank you so much. No, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and thank you for having us in the in your show. I mean, it's, it's an honor. Yeah. Um, it is a great thing to do whatever you're doing is a great thing as well we are helping out so many people out there in the internet or sure. in the world not in the internet through yeah. internet uh but like yeah it's an honor thank you so much for having both of us i hope our conversation was helpful i pray and hope that this somehow helps someone somewhere out there yeah so god bless you jerry thank you so much for doing this you're welcome you're welcome Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast. I hope that your notebooks are full, but more importantly, I hope that your heart is full of encouragement. That as you've listened to this honest conversation with Nathaniel and Joanne, like 
there's no right way to date. The right way to date is the way that works for you. But we just want this to be a resource that will maybe help you to, to make that first step in putting yourself out there to find your significant other that will potentially be your life partner. And as a way to close, may I encourage you to check out a sermon that I listened to probably about two years ago by Pastor Carter Conan and Teresa Conan. It's called From Deadlock to Wedlock. They're, they were pastors in Times Square Church one of the most honest conversations I've ever heard anyone have on the topic of this. So why not check that out as well to be a further resource to you? No, Carter Conlon didn't ask me to give a plug. I don't know. He doesn't even know who I am. That's totally fine. Check it out. Let it be a blessing to you. And why not share this with a friend, a family member, or hey, maybe someone you're interested in. Why not just slide this link to them and let them listen to the episode for themselves? And who knows, there could be a Hope Sessions wedding come out of it. Amen. Till next time, take care. God bless, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast with me, Jerry D. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're tuning into it from. This greatly helps to spread the word about the podcast, but also to encourage other people to check it out for themselves. Um, until next week, take care. God bless. And don't forget, hope is to life as often as to the body. Take care.